You are listening to Engaging and Exciting Conversation on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Get ready. Now. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Radiant Culture Podcast. My name is T-Mac. And I'm Cookie Monster. And we are joined by some... What can we call distinguished guests distinguished. today? Yes, very distinguished. We have Courtney in the building. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Also known as Ilse. What should we call Form- Isaac? Formally known. Formally known, sorry. Formally known. I've Formal. had my Damascus moment. It's oh, okay. uh-huh. wow. What was the story behind the name Ilse anyway? It's just, I grew up. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I see, I see, I uh-huh. see. Ilse. Tell, oh, sorry, I'm so stuck in my old ways. Forgive me, Lord. But <laughs> tell us who you are, why you are here. Why did we choose you? You are a. Tell us you all. Um. Okay. So, artist, pastor, mm-hmm. um, and mental health survivor. <laughs> all round cool dude. And then yeah. we also have Chico and Terry here. Hey guys. Hi. Oh, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> nice to have you guys with us. So, Cookie Monster, today yeah. we are talking about mental health. Yes. And I believe this was to help you. Thank right? you. Yeah. This is a subject I know absolutely nothing about. <laughs> yeah. Do you think I need help, though? I don't know. Maybe you should ask no, our you listeners. Keep, you keep saying this, so I'm getting concerned. Or do you need help? I know you need help. I believe we both need help. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody, actually, in Zim, needs help. Okay, mentally we are all messed up. Yeah, we're a mess. We're <laughs> Dealing with what mess. we deal with on a daily basis. No, so seriously, it's crazy. That is why we decided to actually address the issue of mental health, and that is why we brought Chico and Tari in here because they have studied this. They have studied to show themselves approved in this area. Yeah, Chico is a research <laughs> psychologist. Okay, why why don't we do this? Can we just mm-hmm. let her okay, tell us yes. who she is? Like, yeah. Stop 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 stealing her thunder. <laughs> Professor, please tell us. Okay, so I'm a mental health researcher. Mm-hmm. Um and I've been doing mental health research in Zimbabwe for the past couple of years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Wow, that sounds fun. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and Terry? <laughs> I'm a clinical psychologist and also a researcher. Mm-hmm. And I've been working in mental health in Zimbabwe for the past, let me see, since 2010. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's about, a long time. Wow. Yeah. Where were you when I needed you? <laughs> I was always here. <laughs> you didn't look for me. <laughs> no, okay. So, you know what I want to know? Like, when you say researcher, what does that mean? Okay. So, what we do, we usually have a an interesting... Um, idea or problem that we want to look at mm-hmm. um, and we go out to seek answers for it so we don't assume things mm-hmm. um, but we actually go out and scientifically <laughs> try mm-hmm. to get answers okay. um, from whatever it is we're looking at whether it's depression or anxiety or any other mental health um, condition that's there yep okay. so how are you different from like a counselor or are you different I am, uh, well, I am different. Um, Tari is both, mm-hmm. um, but she's more clinical. a clinical psychologist. So clinical psychologist and counsellor is also different. Mm. And she can explain. Please. <laughs> okay, so if you're a clinical psychologist, you um, first of all assess what condition someone might have mm-hmm. before you provide talk therapy. 
Right. So if you come to me and you have a problem, I'll do an assessment and then I'll look at whether you have depression or anxiety or if it's psychosis. And then after that, we'll choose um, a talk therapy, usually evidence-based, um, that we will use to help you with the problem. Right. Whereas if you go to a counselor, most, most of the times you're getting advice on how you can deal with your problems. So the difference is in that I deal more with mental health and the conditions. And um, before I help you, I know exactly what you have because right. I would have done the examination. Okay. Yeah. And while we're at that, can you maybe give us a definition of what mental health is? Because, you know, one of the things that I... I come across a lot is that when we speak of mental health, especially from an African Zimbabwean um, point of view, you know, people have this weird perception about mental health, mm -hmm. you know, that someone is going cuckoo or that there's issues or they're demon possessed. You know, there's all kinds of beliefs about what mental health is. Um, and yet uh, even, you know, even the belief that it's, it's a Western thing, it's a white thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, what does it actually mean? Like, what, what is the definition of mental health? Okay. So, I'll give you the definition according to the World Health Organization. Yeah. They say that mental health is a state of well-being in which every individual realizes his or her, her own potential and can cope with normal stresses of life, mm -hmm. can work productively, and is able to make a contribution to her or his community. Hmm. And then maybe just to make it clear what mental um what mental health is they go on to define health in general okay. yeah they say that health is a state of complete physical mental and social well-being and not just the absence of disease uh -huh. okay. so in order for us to conclude that you're healthy you have to be able to realize your potential you're dealing with your normal stresses and you are working productively that is what mental health is all right. So, in a nutshell, there's no health without mental health. Uh-huh. That's mm. very... But dealing with my stress is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't I'm, know. I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know. So, hey, guys, no, because generally, I think there's no Zimbabwe... Okay, except for maybe children. But <laughs> most Zimbabweans will say they are stressed. Like, they may not say it to you, but you ask someone, oh, how are you doing? Ah, mm. The well, response is always yeah. like a my evasive wine. answer, or it's my wine, or asha. My <laughs> 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 response like that. <laughs> but usually the, the responses that you get are not of people who are okay. Like, they mm. might say they're okay, but you can tell that probably they're not. Yeah. So would you say that Zimbabwe right now is a healthy nation in terms of mentally? Or do you think there's actually a lot of work that needs to be done for everyone, like baseline everyone? Well, I think um, we have problems mm -hmm. and a lot of people are struggling. Yeah. And this is why we're having this conversation to maybe look into what mental health is and just trying to learn the different mental illnesses that we have. Mm. Um, and stress, like you, say, uh, like you say, Tanya, will cause sometimes will cause um, a mental illness called depression, mm. which is quite common in Zimbabwe right now. Yeah. And from the research that we've done, and um, Primo will maybe say more about this, we've found that um, one in every four, uh, one in every four people will go to local clinics mm -hmm. complaining of other things, maybe like BP, they've gone there to get their BP medication. Yeah. And um, 
diabetes and other things have depression, but they don't know it. What? Yeah. yeah. And well, so according to research in Zimbabwe, I am that one. I, I just need to, <laughs> okay, so when you speak of depression, right, mm-hmm. how do you actually know that someone is depressed? What, what do you use to measure? So there's different um, questionnaires that are used mm-hmm. um, that will have the symptoms that someone would usually exhibit if they have depression, for example. I want to know these symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> so, mm. the depression symptoms would be... Tiny, um. <laughs> um, so, yeah. for depression in Zimbabwe, we have um, a screening tool called the Shona Symptoms Questionnaire. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been uh, translated into Ndebele now. Mm. So, it has depression symptoms and anxiety symptoms. Mm. So, mm-hmm. for depression, mainly you look at... Um, low mood for most of the days okay. in two weeks all right so if for the past two weeks you've had mm-hmm. a low mood for mm-hmm. most of the days that's one symptom mm-hmm. and if you have low energy and if you've lost interest or enjoyment in doing things mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we also look at five other things so uh, <laughs> On top of the, on top of those three, we look at five other things. Um, are you eating well? Are you sleeping well? Do you have a low self-esteem? Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at yourself, do you think you're a failure? And then the other one that's very important is, do you have any suicidal thoughts? Mm-hmm. So most of the times, if depression is severe, you yeah. might have suicidal thoughts. But it's not true for everyone who has depression. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's levels to it. <clears throat> yes. What are the levels? Um, okay. So when depression is a bit severe mm-hmm. and you haven't been diagnosed and you haven't received any treatment, so you might have hopelessness in such a way that you start feeling suicidal mm-hmm. and killing yourself becomes an option. Yeah. Yeah. I think they say in every 40 seconds, someone in the oh, world yeah. will commit suicide That's right now. Every 40 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 40 seconds? Yes. Yeah. So if you keep if we keep quiet for 40 seconds, someone in the world will kill themselves. Guys? Yeah. I did not know it was like that. And suicide is highly associated with depression. Mm. Mm. Is that because depression is something that you can you can function with it? So even if you have it, you might you yourself or those around you might not necessarily know that you have it. Yes. But mm. um it will come to a time when it affects functioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you can't go to work the way you used to or you're not going to school the way you used to. Um, but most of the time, yes, people will suffer <coughs> from depression and people will not know. Mm-hmm. And this is what has been happening in Zimbabwe. This is why we're talking about it now. Mm. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, we're going we're gonna to come back to... <clears throat> to this subject but right now i want us to just switch over to to courtney mm-hmm. who's yeah so courtney is someone that i've actually known for a long time he's a rapper this guy yeah yeah he just he's got bars yeah, he's got bars <laughs> um, 31 girls yeah so courtney um i think in a nutshell well briefly rather if you can just uh take us through your journey and what you went through and um yeah just Share with us. Okay. And how you managed to overcome. Uh, okay, so then until now. All right. Uh, where do I start? Um, oh. 
Okay. Okay, so I'll just start from the time where I discovered it. So, um, last year, January, March, April, April, May, yeah, somewhere on there, uh, we did a tour. So, as you said, do music, did a tour, went to Malawi. And um, it was a week-long tour. Um, it was a great tour, but it was a difficult tour. It was a highly stressful tour. Um, not sleeping, um, uh, traveling. Then you, you kind of didn't know what, what um, the next day would hold. It was just like, we're here today, we're doing this. And then tomorrow, like we wake up, we know we're going, like traveling from one city to the next city, but... Um, we don't quite sure know when and how and you know all of this stuff and um, you in a foreign land yeah so you're not comfortable you're not thinking ah it's gonna be okay it's not like "Ah, I'm in Mutari I'll figure out a way to get to Arai you know it's totally different Um, so um, about five days in um, I remember I stayed up late preparing a sermon because I had to I had to speak as well the day before because there was a conference so this is a Christian yeah Christian tour tour, yeah okay yeah a conference and then the day after that was a show um so around day five I was extremely exhausted like um and just before we were heading back to the hotel room like we had to do another detour and that just I think my my stress meter just went like I was just like I had it. I just wanted to go. I, of course, no one could see it. It was inside of me, oh, okay. and um, that that that's a big, that's a bad thing though. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I kept it in, and um, we had to go somewhere else. Then we still had to go for dinner. This is like eleven o'clock in the night, mm. and um, at the time. I used to eat with my eyes, so they brought out like amazing crocodile and all the stuff. And I was just like, I'm just going to eat this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now note, I'm super exhausted. Mm. I'm so tired. But so, And I, I have a heavy meal. I'm feeling stuffed. Uh, we get back to the hotel room around 12. Um, I said, let me have a hot shower. Have a hot shower um, afterwards. Sleep tiredness is gone. Um, jump in the bed. I'm awake. I'm trying to sleep. I can't sleep. I made the mistake of checking my pulse, and uh, my heart was just do 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 do, just going. So first thing I think is, I'm getting out of attack. I'm dying. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. something's happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, managed to last throughout that night, but didn't sleep. Um, sweating, just up and down to the bathroom so weird when i think of it now a heart attack that lasts five six hours but yeah mm. uh, <laughs> I, I don't know i'm not a doctor so i wouldn't know <laughs> you know but uh anyway um we were traveling in the morning to another city from Lilongwe to blantyre and so i only got checked by a doctor in blantyre so um i had thought that okay my blood pressure is high and for sure there was a meter there and they checked my blood pressure it was like phew, crazy like hundred and something over like a hundred and something like it was was funny yeah yeah uh get there get checked anyway um i managed to make it through the tour get back home go to the doctors i'm getting checked for as you said blood pressure and stuff Mm -hmm. and um they put me on a light and you know uh, not heavy medication but just something for a month to kind of and then say just walk a bit do exercises and stuff i don't know my heart is just racing um 
from time to time I'd find myself so after the the tour I found myself back in the in in hospital like about yeah twice because okay. uh, one night I'm sleeping I wake up um my heart is racing again I think I'm having an heart attack so let's go to the the doctors get mm-hmm. there um they check everything they look they check for blood clots they check for you know anything that could 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 uh, be a problem mm-hmm. everything's fine <sighs> okay few weeks later happens again um i was working out get back home um instead of my heart rate going down it spikes mm. i race myself to the to the <laughs> hospital yeah mm. they get checked of course they say yeah tachycardia do you see somebody i'm like no um because i would see my local gp and and they were just like ah oh, it's probably going to go away anyway so um Long story short the second time I found myself in the hospital um that's when they referred me to a heart specialist I went to the mm-hmm. heart specialist did all the tests known to man mm-hmm. everything was fine mm-hmm. and that's when she was like I think you might have uh, health anxiety so um she referred me to a psychiatrist mm-hmm. and when I saw the psychiatrist that's when I found out that okay this thing is actually real and it can actually affect health anxiety the, yeah like anxiety mental health like the power of that we have like our brains can affect our physical our well, physical yeah. being like so much so we don't even realize it that's mm-hmm. crazy and so that's when i started the journey on to becoming healthier and better so yeah and i'm still on that journey cuz one thing i you learn about this thing is that there's never a like, like it you've mm. arrived yeah, yeah. Mm. so so do you reckon the first time when your pulse was racing that was like a anxiety attack or panic attack mm. or something yeah panic attack okay. panic attack yeah yeah sorry to say but that's such a white thing hey like <laughs> <laughs> when i hear it i It's never not. picture a black person in my head after like chowing. i'm so after sorry all that was <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry like generally if someone says no, to you i had a panic attack would you not just say that i'm like okay uh, who <laughs> <laughs> i used to think the same thing i used yeah. to actually like think uh, people just want an attention look at them breathing yes, in exactly. and out what is that mm. but uh, it's mm. something you would not wish on anybody because yeah. you crazy. literally lose control you have no like no control over your body mm. you, yeah so, so what I, what I want to ask right um just as a follow up to what you share in Courtney uh there's this general belief that as a christian mm-hmm. you know we talk about having a sound mind we talk about how we have the mind of Christ and even within the church especially you know african church zimbabwean church it's taboo almost mm-hmm. you know to hear people talk talk about mental health and things like that because it's almost associated with not being prayerful enough yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so what i want to know, so you are on a christian tour you're preaching and performing. spreading the gospel performing all of that yeah. stuff right and this happens mm-hmm. so how do the two tell you like i'm like but but then you're working for god bruv like you know Uh what happened to the sound mind and to the mind of Christ mm-hmm. and to be not anxious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think you hit the nail on the head when you said we talk about sound mind. We talk about it, but uh it's more than just talking about it. There has to be some ways that we put it into practice and by going to therapy that's where I learned how to put those things into practice. Because uh, I know like we can like for example um Romans uh 8:1 therefore there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus mm. but then you mess up and you feel condemned 
Yeah. Like, ah, oh, you're beating on yourself. But the Bible just says there's no condemnation. So there's, there's one thing to talk about it. There's another thing to actually walk in it and, 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 um, and live it. So um, I think there's a disconnect at the end of the day. Um, a lot of the stuff that we do is really, um, we do it religiously and we don't know the practicality behind it. Right. I think we have this idea that God is going to magically renew your mind. God is going right. to magically uh, fix your situation. And there's this false notion also that when you come to Christ, everything just cleans up. Everything just gets tidy. In fact, uh, you know, when Paul, Paul was called, one of the things that, that, that Jesus said to him or said to um, the guy who opened his eyes was that... Um, I've called him and um, he's going to suffer for my name. Paul was called into a life of suffering for the name of Jesus. That is a heavy <laughs> load to take. Yeah. So I think when we look at, we can only look at the one side and not the other. Mm. There's the part where we talk about things, yes, but then where's the practical side of it? Yeah. Okay, so I'm just trying to imagine myself in your situation and I'm having whatever help heart palpitations or whatever the case may be i'm pretty sure if i was to text my mom and be like this is what's happening to me she would either like maybe pray on the phone with me or ask me or she'd assume it's not a panic attack but a spiritual attack <laughs> of some yeah. sort because yeah. i mean that's how most very prayerful people are conditioned <laughs> like their first response is not that you're having an anxiety attack they must think it's the enemy who's come for you and yeah. wants you to be messed up while you're trying to preach the gospel and they'll assume this yeah. must be a spiritual issue. Uh, that, that, was, that was my, uh, um, um, what I held to, uh, I think, in the beginning. Um, the whole idea, you know, a lot of people say, Malawi, ah, Malawi. But you don't know what in the audience. So I did everything from pray over myself with, like oil, I, I, you know, and I'm not, I'm a conservative person generally. You know, like, um, but, but, um, I'm a conservative person, but I was driven to the point where I was so desperate. Yeah. Anybody or anything that seemed to offer a solution, mm. I would try it. Yeah. So, um, there was a gentleman also who, who I, I know, from, you know, online and he's a good, a decent friend, a good friend. Let me just put it that way of mine. And, um, he came and he was like, no, we're going to do deliverance on you and what and what. And, and uh, we prayed and what and what. And, and still inside, I felt like, nah. And mm. yeah, Next few days, boom, <laughs> back again. So, you know, um, you feel like went properly delivered. There was still some see, and, and, and that, that's another uh, one of the things that I discovered is that is another cause of anxiety mm. with within the church. Mm. Yeah. This Could whole, you, I might have I'm not. No, I'm. I'm not doing it properly. Oh. I'm not living up to. Or, or, I'm not kidding it. Or yeah. I'm not doing it the right way. Or yeah. maybe I need to give enough. It's. It's you. You get into this whole works uh -huh. gospel, mm -hmm. and it. It leads you into like anxiety, and then you get depressed because it just doesn't work the way people say it should work. Yeah. You know. So yeah. Interesting. Um, I want to just move back to, to the ladies. Um, so I'm very curious because I, I want to, like, I want to understand 
there's, there, there seems to be this, um, this whole belief, right, that there's also this spiritual side of things. And you guys deal with, I guess you, you deal with things from a empirical. very mm. empirical, scientific mm. sort mm. of viewpoint. Um, is, <laughs> I haven't asked this, is there a link? Or are there, are there case, cases? <laughs> okay, 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 let me ask it this way. Mm. Do you believe that it's simply a, an illness and that there's no other things at the back there? You know? <laughs> Those things. Yeah, I think... <laughs> yeah, I think it is an illness, but I think with um, mental illness, it's the reason why it's quite difficult to conceptualize is you don't see it, mm-hmm. you know, when you're sick and you have a headache mm-hmm. and, you know, you go to the doctor or, you know, you're sick, you can't walk, people can see. And the first thing they want to do is get you to the doctor, right. you yeah. know, and with mental health, it's, with mental illness, it's, it's not like that right. because mm-hmm. you, you can't see it. And sometimes when people do see it or when people do realize that this person is sick, they're already quite you know, advanced, yeah. like it could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think, it's, yeah, it is. It is an illness. It is. Just, just as you can, you know, get hypertension and or your broken leg. And, yeah, or, or broken leg or broken hand. Yeah. And I think the reason why um, maybe mental illness is a bit confusing is that most of the symptoms, like for psychosis, mm-hmm. you're seeing things other people cannot see. What, what psychosis? Maybe, yeah. By the way. <laughs> okay, so. When you have, like, well, you know your guy, the guy you see in the streets, mm-hmm. um, black clothes, and he's been there, he's running away from things that you can see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's one condition, and it's called schizophrenia. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you have that, you see things that other people cannot see. Right. You hear things that other people cannot hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's an explanation um, about that in the oh. spirit world. Yeah. Okay. Hallucinations. Yeah, good. So we call them hallucinations. Yeah, uh-huh. you And... <laughs> <laughs> they might be called other things in yeah. um, religion, but we 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 are able to um, distinguish what uh, that this is a bit religious. Mm-hmm. When someone comes to me and says, um, "I see God," mm-hmm. and I'm talking to God, yeah, yeah, so I I can easily uh, tell that this is not a hallucination; it's a belief. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but there are some things belief. that are obvious that this person is running away from a monster and they're hearing um, someone saying voices <laughs> and <laughs> and most of the times uh, the voices are scary yeah. or um, they they could cause paranoia. Okay. Or it's someone out to get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, we know that they're auditory uh, hallucinations or um Oh, visionary hallucinations. Okay. So that's psychosis. All right. Yeah. And then you see other symptoms. It's not just the hallucinations, but they're disorganized. They're doing things that you don't understand. Mm. They're dysfunctional, etc. So we know it's a condition. Yeah. So I see an impostor who's seeing visions and all right. of that. Mm. Yeah. But how, for a religious person who's hearing voices and seeing things, they assume that it's God. How do you help someone like that if they genuinely think if, that they're hearing from angels yeah, yeah. so if they end up um, in the hospital or with a psychiatrist the psychiatrist will be able to see mm. yeah ah I see yeah alright so and then I guess I actually want to move the conversation over to to Zim mm. 
yeah. like, to where we are right now. Mm. Um, our country is going through a lot of nonsense, <laughs> right? Mm. Uh, we, well, we've been we've been here for a long time, but I think right now, yeah, it just seems like it's peaked. Mm. Um, and if you just go onto Twitter okay. and see people venting, like last night, I was I checked out a tweet. Uh, the minister of sports. Kirsty Covenant, you posted something about how you know how Zoom has been. We've been what? We've been removed from Kosafa. What? I don't really follow that stuff. But anyway, um, then I went into the comments. So her her logic actually made sense. The, mm. uh, just about the reason why they took that that direction. Mm. Then people, I'm like, guys, there is no logical connection between what she said <laughs> and what you're saying. <laughs> and people were. So I just don't know. Our na- like, I think people are just <laughs> losing it, guys. <laughs> right? So what I want to know, right, is mm-hmm. as a nation, we're going through this really difficult time. Um, there's obviously a sense of hopelessness um, in many people's minds, hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have, you know, you, you, you understand this, this whole space. I guess the question I have is, what... What are the risks that the average Zimbabwean runs right now, or rather faces, um, based on everything that's going on? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm talking about mental health risks. Okay. So, <laughs> like I said, there are quite a number of mental illnesses. Um, I think the diagnostic tool that we have is over 500 different mental illnesses. What? What? So, depending on what you're going through and how that affects you, we could... Uh, be talking about uh, trauma-related illnesses. Mm. So, like, if you experience something traumatic or if you're going through severe human suffering and all of that, that can cause post-traumatic stress disorder. And then we talked about depression. PTSD. PTSD, yes. We talked about depression, and depression is highly associated with stress and not managing. And then we talked... He's been talking about anxiety. So that comes from worrying. And you're mm. worrying about worrying, and yeah. it goes on and on and on like that. So you might end up with an illness called uh, anxiety <laughs> um, or health anxiety. Like he was worried about his health, and right. you worry about your health, and then you're worried about worrying about your health, mm. and then it becomes a vicious circle. Sure. Mm. Um, what other common ones do we have? Uh, substance use disorder. Right. So you're, you're, you have problems and you're trying to numb your pain mm-hmm. using alcohol and then it becomes a habit. And then before you know it, you're dependent and you, you, um, after some time you will have uh, alcohol-induced psychosis or alcohol abuse disorder mm-hmm. or um, uh, sub, uh, other, other drugs like your cocaine, ETC. And oh, we've got all of that going on in if Zimbabwe. If I take painkillers to sleep, is that okay? You you become addicted to them, mm-hmm. so that's a problem. <laughs> they become the pseudo. But I need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so when you find yourself not sleeping, it means there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it could be depression. It could be anxiety. It could be anything. Mm. But not sleeping is a symptom of no, it's something not right. Okay. I work up, but my kids, I know we are living. <laughs> so, <laughs> I need to be awake from 11 to 5. <laughs> yeah. But as long as you're getting six hours of continuous sleep, then At we won't point. ask you anything. Mm. Okay. But if you find yourself like, okay, so not sleeping at all, 
or sleeping and then getting up at three and then you're awake and you're looking at the wall until 6 a.m. and then you have to go to work and then the next night is the same thing. Mm. Then we know there's a problem. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. then um, what about if someone is just going through a rough patch, for example, mm-hmm. right, uh, where it's not like depression per se. Yeah. Um, they, they're just sad because of things that are going on mm. um, or you know, they're just going through some difficult things in their life mm. uh, and they're just not in a happy place. Mm. Um, how, how then do you distinguish that mm. and the actual depression condition? Mm. Yeah. yeah, you have to tick certain boxes. Mm. So like I said, we look at uh, the first three, a low mood for most of the time, um, low energy and loss of interest. Mm-hmm. If you tick yes to, to those three, we look at five other things and then we also look at your functioning for us to conclude that you have depression. Mm. So we don't just say this is depression because you're sad. Right. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So back and, to, oh yes, sorry. And I was going to say maybe you can say more about the duration of it and. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we yeah. look at the duration as well. For us to conclude that it's anxiety, you would have um, been worried and worrying about the worrying for at least six months. Oh. Okay. And then for depression, we look at two weeks. So if you've been sad for most of the time for the past two weeks, um, in the past two weeks, then um, we conclude that it's not sadness, but depression. Yeah, like when I, when I uh, was going through what I went through, it went, I went through it for about six months. So what I was diagnosed with was uh, an adjustment disorder, not mm. a full-blown anxiety. Because mm. it's when you have a heightened reaction to a known stressor mm. and it lasts for about six or so months. Yeah. Okay. And so that's about the time when I was having all the power and the, the uh, mm. panic attacks and all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah. so I guess everything that we're talking about are risk factors for certain conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. they are triggers. But it doesn't mean that all the people will end up with depression or anxiety. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to what you're saying with the symptoms of like psychosis, right? Mm-hmm. I want to ask you guys: Do you believe that the it's a two pronged approach, or you can just have the one and be fine? In that you can either treat it with um, medicine, or you can treat it with prayer. Because there was that there's that story in the Bible where there's the man. Who's chained up and he's scratching himself? That one. (laughs) (laughs) And he was prayed for and he was fine, like absolutely fine afterwards. No science, well, as far as the story tells us, he was actually just completely normal afterwards. Mm. There was no medicine involved. So, do you guys believe that it can be an either or approach or it has to be both or just you as people, not really as your professions? I know we've got a pastor, yeah. I don't even know much. <laughs> we learned people here, but yeah. Just you as people, what do you think is so, the best approach? What I believe um, is that, you know, most, most of the mental illnesses that are common in Zimbabwe are caused by chemical imbalances. Mm-hmm. So you, you do have to take medication at some point for you to, to correct that chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. And um, if you don't, then you're not going to heal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we can pray for you. We can uh, cast out the demons. But as long as mm. the um, the chemical imbalance in the brain is not corrected, then you're not going to be well. Mm. 
Okay. What happens is that some 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 conditions are emotional, like your depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. If uh, the pastor prays for you and you feel like you've been healed, you might be calm for mm. a few hours mm. and then you believe that you're healed mm. but because um we're talking about the brain and the functioning of the brain at some point you will need to come back to us so most of the time what we what we do if people believe that it's a spiritual issue etc we'll let you go to mm. the pastor and then do what you have to do we we don't have the right to stop you mm. but then 99% of the time, people will come back with the same condition and sometimes worse. Mm-hmm. He can save you. It's visible, maybe. So I think what, what we're trying to preach as uh, clinicians is that, you know, if now that we're talking about mental illnesses and these symptoms, you think that someone might have these symptoms and you're not sure if it's spiritual or not, yeah. you would rather take them to the hospital so yeah. that you rule out Mm-hmm. It's also our side. Okay, yeah. I get that. We we give you the medication, and if, if the medication doesn't work, please take them to the pastor. Mm. All right. <laughs> okay. I remember. And then when, not the other way around. I remember mm. when when um, I had just had one major panic attack. I had a call from a friend of mine in Cape Town, and uh, this person was saying we were just talking. I didn't even know if it was a panic attack or not. We just thought it was a health problem. This was before we did. I did all the research and whatever, and the tests and stuff. Um, And this person was saying, when someone is sick, usually, like in the church, like you can see that, I don't know, they have uh, uh, some sort of sickness. Mm -hmm. You'll pray for them, but you'll still advise them, go to the doctor, go get seen, make sure you're eating healthy, make sure you're doing all these things. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to mental issues or mental health problem, Mm -hmm. we just believe that. Just we're going to pray this problem away and mm. go. Mm. And there's no shame. Because also I think that's the thing. There's no shame in going to a doctor to say, I think I have a mental problem. Because um, I know you said it like, and like, like you're like, we don't use that word like mad mm. earlier on. But that's our uh, uh, predisposition, I guess, when yeah. it comes to mental health. We think that if I'm not mentally healthy, then I'm mad. I'm mm. crazy, and yeah. it's mm. not the case. Like the, the stigma the is it's huge. A stigma. Yeah. yeah. So, um, look for me in terms of the link. I don't know how far it goes. Of course, everything uh, in the spiritual impacts on the physical. Mm. Um, to what extent? I'm not going to sit here and act like I know. Mm. I don't. But what I do know is that we are given the tools to um, 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 work on those things. Yeah. Um, even in the, the, the scriptures, in, in the law, the, the Levites or the priests were given tools on how to um, help people. Basically, they were doctors. Mm-hmm. If you'd come, if they saw, saw a red spot, they'll tell you, oh, uh, stay away for seven days or whatever, then come back and we'll see. Mm-hmm. So if if God also gives us physical tools to deal with these things, of course, then we have the responsibility to take those things up. We can't just say, ah, I'll pray it away. It's, it's yeah. okay. I'll just go for deliverance. We actually have to put the, the effort in and being practical. Yeah, That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I actually want us to then talk about um, how, how can people um, safeguard themselves from... You know, have some of these conditions that mm. you, you, you guys have spoken about. Mm. Um, again, I'll, I'll come back to Zim and everything that's going on. Um, in, instead of being a victim of you know, everything that's going on, how can you protect yourself? How can you guard yourself? And what are some steps that you, you recommend that people take 
uh, to protect themselves from all those things. Okay, so just like you take care of your physical health, you need to take care of your mental health. Yeah. The reason why maybe we don't take care of our mental health is because whatever is happening is happening in the head and we're not watching what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, you need to learn coping skills. You need to manage your stress. You need to... Uh, we were talking about thinking positively, but how do you think positively? Yeah. You have yeah. to learn um, to think about what you're thinking of mm. and be able to see that maybe the way I'm thinking is not helpful. Yeah. yeah. So we talk about unhelpful thoughts. In any situation, if you have an unhelpful thoughts, then it means that your situation is just going to get worse. Mm. So we need to learn how to think positively as well. But that's a process. I always say you don't wake up thinking positively. It's a process that you have to learn. And there are people out there who are there to teach you how to do these things. So take care of yourself. Coping mechanisms, uh, stress management, sleep well, eat well. Because if you don't take care of your physical health, then that that affects your mental health as well. Exercise. God has given us, you know, um, happy hormones. Endorphins. If you exercise, you release happy hormones. Mm. So exercise, that's good for your physical and your mental health. But marijuana can also make you happy. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> happy, happy Short term. Happy plant. <laughs> Mar- marijuana will actually give you hallucinations. Oh, and it's one of... It's one of the triggers. triggers for psychosis. Yeah. Mm. So if you go to the annex right now, most of the guys who are there are admitted because of uh, schizophrenia. It's related to uh, drug mm. use. Mm. Wow. Okay. And I think also um, related to um, what she's saying, if you then find yourself in a space where you are not okay, mm-hmm. I think everyone should be encouraged to, to seek help. Right. It may not be, um, you know, going to the hospital, but, you know, speaking to someone. Yeah. I think it can go a long way um, rather than isolating yourself. And, you know, that's when all these um, mm. thoughts will then manifest themselves. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, really, um, yeah, no, seeking help mm. is key. <laughs> and then maybe yeah, talk about mental health in families. Mm-hmm. It's okay to talk about mental health. Right, yeah. Like we said before, it's, uh, when you're mentally ill, sometimes it's just the same as having a broken end. Mm-hmm. If you have a broken end, you'll go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's yeah. a mental illness, why are you not going to the hospital? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about mental health in our families and let's get rid of the stigma. Yeah. Depression, akuskupenga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, having anxiety, akuskupenga. Mm. Let's have better words for mental illnesses as yeah. well and mental yeah. health. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah because it can happen to mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. your depression can come from problems with your husband or, you know, not being able to feed your family and yeah. not yeah. feeling like you're a father. And then at some point you're depressed. So it can happen to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about it as much as we talk about BP, HIV, ETC, exactly. so that we get rid of the stigma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. And in the church as well, I think it's it's important. Oh, it's needed. Um, you're a pastor, Courtney. Um, what what would you advise Christians, especially people who are either in church leadership or you know people that are part that are maybe um, leading congregations or groups of people? Because I think it's it's also important for that awareness to be there. Yeah. Um, 
for me, I, I, it's simple, but it's difficult at the same time because um, I think uh, one of the main things that uh, in in churches is is this um, false perfection pretense. Um, the person that uh, is is a leader or a pastor is perfect. They have everything. Uh, uh, going for them things yeah. are perfect in their home you know you have like if you look at the rate of divorces and stuff in the church it's quite sad but when you see if you see the people you'd think that everything is perfect mm-hmm. yeah you know um, um so i i would say um leading from brokenness if you if you look like at david before he when he messed up with Bathsheba, he was a totally different person after he wasn't like it's subtle but he wasn't just so quick to draw his sword and you know, yeah. take someone out. He, he was leading from a broken place. And I think as church leaders, as pastors, as anyone in authority, any, you know, in any um, religious circle, it's just to, to lead from a place of, of honesty and brokenness. This is who I am. This is what I've been through. This is what I've struggled with. Because at the end of the day, we're not, we're not coming for you. We're coming to, to, to draw closer to, to Jesus, to yes. God. So um, um, instead of making ourselves superhumans that are closer to him, let's, let's, guys, we're broken just like you and we assemble here just like you to meet with this awesome God. Mm-hmm. So That's it's good. easy said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we can all say, yeah, yeah. But um, there's a whole other side to it. Like, again, people will project, you know, one of the things I think also that cause a lot of depression in churches and with church leaders and stuff is people project this idea of perfection onto their leaders. And so you tend to start trying to live up to that. And, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, it's easy said uh, how to do it. I, I would say just, I don't know how, but um, just taking the honest step for me, it's just being honest about who I am, who yeah. I'm at. Uh, this is this is what I go through, but I got a God who says, "My grace is sufficient for you." So mm-hmm. we press on. Yeah. Um, I just want to know what you would say to that person who is very spiritual, and while they want to get help, um, for example, you enter therapist. Yeah. So, or I don't know if your therapist was Christian or not, but there's some people who struggle with the thought of. How can I go to a worldly person who has wisdom from the world to solve my problem instead of going to my pastor? So I, I would say this is probably a, a, a podcast, another idea for a podcast like God and Science. How do they match up? Or you know, and uh, I personally don't see uh, uh, the division. I see, I see God being the source and science being how it's worked out. Mm-hmm. So, um, in this, when you're talking about like cognitive behavioral therapy or things that 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 um, um, how we think and you know all mm-hmm. of that stuff, uh, when I was, I remember sitting, you know, to be honest with you, okay. So this might seem like it, it's not serious, but. I went to the psychiatrist because I was just, I was interested. I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. Let me go find out what this is all about. This is my, like, finally I get to, you know, get to uh, a psychologist. Yeah, so so when I was sitting, you know, in the room and listening to everything that she was telling me, I was making links. I was like, wait, this is, this is, it's said in a, um, with medical terms, but this is just what, Paul is saying, yeah, this is what so-and-so is saying, yeah, this is what so-and-so is saying there. And um, so what I did is I started to apply 
that which I was being told to do, but with scripture, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I don't know. Like one of the things, cognitive behavioral therapy. So there's this link between how we think relates to how we feel and then how we behave. And then mm-hmm. we look at how we behave and that relates to how we think. So you, you, she mentioned the spiral. Mm-hmm. You're worrying about why. So it's like a spiral. Mm-hmm. So you have to stop it somewhere and usually it stops with your thoughts. That's where it will stop, you know, mm-hmm. because like Zim, we can't take you out of your environment. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it, 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 it starts here and it stops here. So, mm-hmm. um, Knowing that, okay, it starts in my mind. I need to have a changed mind. Paul talks about renewing your mind, you know. And so I'm like, wait, this is all in the scriptures. So Mm. my interest to revisit that which I believed, knowing that, hey, it talks about this stuff. It's not separated. Mm. Uh, Just, just, I don't know, just my interest just peaked. And um, I know I went back a week later and she was like, okay, we will see each other basically when say you have a flare up next time because mm. I was you know going on a, it was meant to be a weekly basis yeah. but I went for two sessions because she was like you seem to have caught it yeah. but it's not that I just made the link between what she was saying and what was written what in the mean. scriptures so yeah. I just okay. opened the scriptures and started to apply that which you know like I was reading mm. yeah mm. so oh yes so what would I say to a person like that is explore it mm. same thing that was said to me if you're sick you have a flu, you go and buy flu mail. Mm. If, if something's wrong, you feel like you just... Uh, and it's not that something's wrong. It just might be you're living in a state of heightened stress. Yeah. Right. Go and see somebody who can, can help, help you. Mm. Yeah. It's simple. And yeah, I was on medication and, you know, I'm not on medication anymore. Uh, but just to help during that heightened time when it mm-hmm. was really crazy and stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I... I, I I don't see the disconnect and it's probably something that we need to explore again because these things have layers, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. True. We'll talk about more of that. All right. So in closing, um, I don't know if you guys can help us with this, but is where can we direct people to go to? Like here in Sim, if someone thinks that they are not coping well or they might be um, trying to handle some of these symptoms of mental... Disease. <laughs> <laughs> no. Disease. They don't have disease in their mind. Okay. Um, could come back. Yeah. So, w- could you guys direct us to some places where people go? Okay. So, in most of the communities, they now have the friendship bench in, um, at the clinic. Friendship bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And then. Um, what is that? What's, what's the friendship bench? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So, the friendship bench is a bench. Outside the clinic, mm-hmm. where um, the lay health workers like Anambuya Otano mm-hmm. provide um, help for depression. Oh, so they've been yeah. trained to screen for depression mm-hmm. and they provide problem solving therapy. What? Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know this. Okay. okay, it's yeah. very popular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys yeah. deal with this every day. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I mean the friendship bench because oh, it's been adapted so in New York now. Yeah. And the idea started here in Zimbabwe. Wow. That's yes. Why are we popularizing this? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, sure. laughs> all, all you see is, hey, but this, those are the things we should be talking about on No, Twitter. it's gone global. It's something bench. that we've done right. <laughs> awesome. yeah, but then, what? you know, the problem with New York now is that they turn that item into an LGBT item. Oh, my like God. Friendship bench. Sure, sure. <laughs> So that's one source, and What's then called in in the other languages. Uh, uh, 
what you mean? The friendship bench. Um, uh, but we just call it the friendship bench. <laughs> yeah. What are the language you think? China so these are in local clinics. <laughs> you uh, think we only have local clinics? I know your limitations. <laughs> That's why I was asking. <laughs> and then the hospitals at the at Parinyato, there's crisis support center. Crisis support center. Mm-hmm. That's Parinyato. Okay. Yeah. All right. Harare Hospital also has a um a psych um award mm-hmm. all right um and then they're private practitioners mm-hmm. a lot of them yeah. well it's, we, we are about 20 psychologists and 14 psychiatrists now at wow. Paris. yeah in zimbabwe and, oh yeah <laughs> okay. wow okay yeah. cool this has been a very enlightening discussion and uh, to our listeners i i really hope that you've you've managed to um to assimilate something um this is a big topic obviously and you know there's a lot that um that it covers but uh it seems like we've just scraped the surface so begin to do some research begin to do some thinking and of course you know like you've heard today that if if you're in a space where you're struggling with this whether you're someone who's like a christian who goes to papa papa church papa and it's a woman or clinic anyway so um that's true yeah so that's that that's that's it any no, in fact no we're, we're done no 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 closing comments yeah. so to our guests thank you so so much thank you thank you for your time you're welcome thank you for, thank having, you for us. having us all right awesome t-mac mm. go get help bye everyone <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.